I'm Mirror. I'm Bells. And this is Mirror and Bells. And what are we talking about today, Bells? Well, we're going to be playing Minecraft and we're going to be talking about the last two episodes, 17 and 18 of JJK. Yeah, we're just going to go over, speaking of, let me go get on Minecraft. We're just going to be going over bullet points. So we need to go over Sukuna's Awakening. Mm-hmm. We need to go over Sukuna versus Jogo. Mm-hmm. Fushiguro versus Toji. Yeah. Jogo versus Nanami, Maki, and Old Dude Alcoholic. Bro, that <laughs> was a squad wipe. <laughs> we'll call them the squad. <laughs> Um, uh, we need to go. We need to talk about Squad versus Dagon. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yes. Or was it and Dragon? Dragon? No, it was Dagon. There was no yeah. R. It was D A G O N. Yeah. We need to talk about that. And we need to talk about Sukuna. No, we need to talk about, yeah, Fushiguro versus Toji. Fushiguro versus his father. And then Fushiguro versus Blondie. Mm hmm. Where he did the subjugation thing, and then Sukuna versus the subjugation demon, whose name I forgot. Do you remember his name? Bruh, all I know is he was just like, oh, my treasure, swing and ring ring. I was like, Jesus, are you talking <laughs> child now? This man is committing a seance right now. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about them in order, or just let it let it be what it be? Um, Let's try to talk about them in order, but let it be what it be. So the first thing that happens is... Squad wipe. Squad versus Dagon. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and they were getting they were getting crapped on. That was a, that was they a, really were. So basically what happened was they were basically about to get a squad wipe. This man was finna clutch a one V three and then Megumi pops up in the domain. And when he pops up in the domain, his idea is not to make a full fledged domain expansion to fight domains out, but that he is going to go ahead and just open a hole in the domain. Like he's sitting on top of the weakest part of the domain and he's going to bust a hole out. So Nanami rounds everybody up because he went to go protect Megami while he did this. He rounds everybody up so they can jump out of the hole. In comes Toji jumping through the hole with somebody else's body because they were trying to possess his body, but his body's special, as he said. Um, and that's the end of that episode. Into the next episode, basically, Toji starts 1v1-ing Dragon and Thrush Trapping at the same time. Gotta give it to him with that. It was the fish in the mouth. <laughs> it was the fish in the mouth. I'm not even a Toji fan, but, like, everybody loved the fish in the mouth. <laughs> that was crazy. Him, bro, the way he did... First of all, let's... Uh, my, favorite, the, my favorite weapon, before they even gave it a name, was Playful Cloud. And he and obliterated. Then gonna like, just just denigrate it. Yeah, no, because I was like, I when I first was watching it, I was watching it with my friend. I was like, can they fix that? And she was like, I'm pretty sure they could fix that. When he started grading them against each other, I was like, there's no fixing that. No, he literally he sharpened it, bro, and he broke it. When did he break it? He broke it before he, he did got break it. The, he made yeah, it two he broke pieces. The yes, he broke the chains, and then he started like throwing them and stabbing them because he actually makes it out of the domain and throws that at um he throws playful cloud or what's left of playful cloud at um megami later when he goes to fight him yeah so which i actually i actually think we talked about this in our last recording which yeah, I mean, so at this I, point we're just recapping yeah so i think we did talk about this in our last recording because i remember us talking about toji freaking throwing megami out of the freaking window at the speed of light <laughs> yeah so after he beats him we're out in the subway again and nanami's trying to gauge if toji is an ally or an enemy and then he blitzes his son out of the um window like he, there's no transition we just blink and he he's out there he's out there that's probably how he felt he blinked and he was flying <laughs> And he I'll, landed gracefully too. Yeah, Megami really has big, really good instincts. Even though like he's weak compared to a lot of the opponents he's fighting, he has very good instincts. So even when he's getting overpowered, um, he can get himself out, and he can and he can think of a way to win. You gotta send me an invite sometimes. All right, hold on. Barbie World. Wait, no, I'm coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Using every, making everything in a cherry blossom wood. Yeah. 
But so as Megami is getting flown out of the window, and this is good. I see this is good that the creators put timestamps because high key everything happening at the same time. Yes, so, and then they're also letting us know that this is happening on Halloween night. Like no, the time hasn't changed. It's it's a. I think at the end of episode eight, it's eleven o'clock. Which means all of the stuff we watched eight, in the past, eight. like, huh? I said eight, but it's eighteen. It's past. Um, it's over like three, like three, four hours. Didn't this all start at like eight p.m.? Yeah, but yeah, eight, eight o'clock. It was like eight and some change when Gojo pulled the. So then after that, um, Toshi goes on the absolute Call of Duty. Hunt. No, 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 no. That's not. That's not till later. After Megami, we because we see things out of order. Remember. So after Megami gets flown out, we pass back into. Well, let's do it episode by episode because that's how we watched it. Did we see? Did we see the Toji fight before we saw Sukuna awakening? No, but we should just go over all the things that have to do with them, and then we can go back to that so we can talk about that in full because that's going to connect to our other bullet points. Okay. All right. So talk about the fight then. So then I have two saddles. Oh, by the way, we now have two skeleton horses. Because there was a rainstorm. It was a shit show while you were gone. But basically, what ended up happening was Toji does this Call of Duty hunt down like it's a damn mission for him to go kill Megami. Which the narrator tells us that like right now he's basically working off of instinct. So his instinct is to go for the strongest person. So that means that he was the strongest person in the room. Because this is before everybody gets blasted. As he's throwing his son out the window... Jogo sees that uh, Dragon has basically been obliterated and is fading away. And he's like, yeah, let's meet in the new world. And then basically blisses the squad and sets all of them on fire. So then Toji and Megumi are, well, honestly, I was I was going to say this was a fight. But really, this is just Megumi running from his, for his life. This man is throwing cars at him, throwing the remnants of Playful Cloud at him. Eventually, they get in this building and... They try to 1v a thousand bunnies for, versus Toji, and he basically kicks, he stomps the ground and uses the debris to kill every bunny. Also, he backhands his son. So disrespectful. No, the, the funniest part, not, not funny, but like one of the coolest parts was where, like, so Megami's running away, the whole truck thing happens, and then he's like, he's running away, I think, with the rabbits, right? He's in the, the cloud of rabbits or whatever. And then he's like, oh, he's not letting me do anything. So then he's like, all right, well, then I'm just going to go do close hand combat. And then Toji fights him with one hand, basically. Yeah, he backhands him in that scene. Yeah, he basically only fights him with one hand. I forgot. I, I just watched the episode earlier today. I forgot exactly what Megami said, but like he was like, he said something. And then because of that realization, he went to go hand-to-hand combat. But I don't even know why he tried that. Like, when he actually went to go try to do hand-to-hand combat, I was like, you should have known you would have gotten obliterated. Because your hand-to-hand combat is worse than Itadori's. And Itadori's... I wouldn't say... We talked about this the other day, but I would say, like, it's pretty good. Like, for a regular person and pretty, like, it's pretty it's pretty mid for a, uh, a Jujutsu Sorcerer. But it's pretty good. Like, over round, it's pretty good. Now, now Chozo beat the brace off of him but you know that man actually came from like a jjk family or something the thing the thing about hand-to-hand combat is like so there's like close range fighters mid-range fighters and long range fighters right so of course close range fighters should be the best at hand-to-hand combat and then it'll go from there the thing about chuso is he had a long range ability technique but was still exceptional at close range fighting like he was giving itadori a a run for his money like itadori was was had a hard time keeping up. He sure like, did. I feel like Itadori versus Chuso hand to hand would look like Itadori versus Megumi. I feel like that's what it would look like. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. So after that, um, they get in this at well, Megumi runs down this alley after jumping out of the building and getting hunted down some more, and he like gets all in his face and he realizes like this is his son. So he asks him, oh, what do you go by these days? And he's like, Fushigiro. And then Toji kills himself. I think what made Toji realize that Megami was his son, was it when he got, yeah, no, actually, I think you're right. Because I, when I first watched the show, when I first watched the episode, I thought 
his his tactic on trying to beat him was what made him realize. Like he was like, oh, this kid has has good instinct. Maybe this is my son with like the out of this world technique. But actually, you're right. They did get really close in each other's face, where he could get a good look at him. Mm. So yeah, then he realizes it's Fushiguro. Or no, he realizes it's his son Megami. And yeah, he's like, oh, your last name isn't Zenin. I'm glad. Yeah, and then he stabs himself with the bare remnants of Playful Cloud. Rest in peace, Playful Cloud. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah, kills himself, drops on the ground, and Megumi's looking horrified. He don't even know what's going on for real. Don't even know this man and his dad. Like, Yeah, his face when he killed himself, like, when we saw him, like, like, falling, he was, like, like, horrified. What do you rate Toji versus Megumi? I wouldn't say it was a fight. But I would say that for a chase down scene, because <laughs> that's what it was, I would definitely give it a 9 out of 10. That really was a chase down scene. That was like a Liam Neeson movie chase down scene. You're right. <laughs> it was like, it was, man, it was like them spy movies where the spy gets outed. And then now the other forces like trying to get him and like they hire that person who they know going to get the job done to get them. Yeah, that's how I felt about that scene. That was yeah. not a fight. Um, I don't think Megami landed any hits. That was basically a rerun of him versus Sukuna. He, he did say he was work. as fast as Sukuna back then, he said which he means was faster than Sukuna back then. That's true. I wonder. I wonder if he's as fast as Sukuna right now. Fifteen finger Sukuna. We should have yeah. saw a little bit of Sukuna versus Toji. Man, he probably would have got obliterated. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Um, so while this is going on. Isidori is KO'd on the bathroom floor, just clothes soaking up toilet water and junk. And basically, the two girls that Ghetto used to raise um, come and they're like, yeah, is he dead? And they were like, no, he's not dead. He's still breathing. And then make him involuntarily swallow one of Sukuna's fingers. Then uh, Jogo pops up. He goes and he tries to obliterate them, but I guess one of their special abilities stopped them from dying. But at the time, we saw both of them on fire, so we think they're dead for the moment. And he goes and he he goes to a flashback with whoever's in Ghetto's body because I'm not claiming that. Sorry, I'm not gonna do my man like that. What name should we give him? Op. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dang, I found something cold after like three hours of mining. Gosh imposter imposter we'll call him imposter so he goes back to um a flashback with imposter and he's like yeah so isadori's been getting these fingers one by one is you a spy like why do you know this um he goes and he's like oh yeah he's been getting fingers one by one so he can adjust to them but theoretically if you fed him 10 he'd turn into sukuna he'd have no way to adjust that so then this man pulls out a scroll like he's from Naruto and <laughs> reveals 10 fingers and involuntarily makes him swallow 10 fingers. Also, I want to note he now has 15 fingers because we saw him gain all four fingers that he had in the first season. And so he goes and he just, he is grabbing his chin because he just made him glizzy gobble all these unmanicured fingers and fingernails. And Sukuna is like, you have like one second to move. Cause After he's slicing over here, off his hand. <laughs> yeah, he's over here gripping his chin and stuff. I would have been told him to move too, because that was just you were violating this body. <laughs> like and so I just want to make this a note because I said that he's dramatic and he very much is. Sakuna then proceeds to get up. Oh, the girls have also now like blitzed over to the other side of the room. Jogo goes and joins them and they're standing there, and Sukuna is in the background dusting this torn, blown-up, dirty toilet water shirt. And this is the thing. I don't... This is the thing. In every other scene we've seen him in, he has no had no problems ripping his clothes, perfectly good clothes off. You want to be in this stuff? Anyways, maybe he just felt like flexing wasn't necessary today for now. So he goes and he's like, oh, he's done dusting himself off. And he was like, oh, y'all guys are holding y'all heads real high and like slices the air. The girls go down and like their heads are on the ground. Like they're 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 bowing the lowest they can physically bow. 
Joe go goofy ass, get on one knee, and loses his part of his head top. <laughs> he said, wow, you felt like getting on one knee was good enough? Like, you must not value your head that much. So the girls, he goes to the girls first and is like, I'll grant you one finger worth of an audience and go now. The blonde one starts speaking and she's like, oh, yeah, there's a man in he's in a gojo. Ain't that crazy? The outfit he's in is called gojo. It's like a gojo. That's a shortened name for it. But there's a full name. But it's a gojo. And he was like, yeah, he has possessed one of our loved ones bodies. We're trying to ask you to kill him and um, we'll get you another finger. And this man is looking so displeased, so disgusted. He was like. You feel like one finger is like enough to like order me around? Obliterates the one sister. Like no, no cubes, no nothing. Just a splat of blood on the ground. Then um, the other one is screaming. Is like, oh, die, Sakuna! And she puts her phone up, cuts her fucking head off, chops her into fucking Lego blocks. And then he, he, he the first friend he decapitates her. The second friend he totally obliterates her like she doesn't exist anymore but that's the one he killed first she's like she's on the ground in a blood splat there's no remainings of her yeah no he beheaded the girl first the black yeah he did you're right you're right he did but like at a certain point she was just she don't even have a body no more yeah the other girl no she's like she's 100 percent obliterated like i don't even know how he did that (laughs) hey i don't even know either Man's good in the kitchen. Now I'll talk about those later. <laughs> so basically, he goes and um, then oh he's like, "Hey, yo, curse spirit, what what you want?" He was like, "I don't want shit. Our goal is to basically like bring in the new world, and like we want you to be fully revived. That's our only goal." And he was like, "You know what? Matter of fact, if you can land one hit on me." I'll 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 work under you guys and I'll start by killing every human in this city except one <clears throat> Megami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's implied that's who you need. Yeah. And so then but that's the end of that episode. And when we go into the next episode, we don't get no Now we're going into episode 17, I think. Yeah, I think so. What's it called? We don't get no opening. We don't we don't get shit. We just get Sakuna straight violating Jogo. Like he is throwing him around the city. This man is bobbing and weaving. Sometimes he's not even bobbing and weaving. He he looks like he had infinity in some of these scenes. He really does. <laughs> he's, just, he's just that fast. And then and Gojo was talking about some he would win in a fight versus so Gojo would win in a fight versus all 20 finger Sakuna. Man, I'm starting to doubt that more and I'm more. I'm starting to doubt that. <laughs> I'm starting to doubt that more and more. Because he he got blitzed by feelings a couple episodes ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's not funny. <laughs> he sure did get caught in a trap because he was in love with his best friend. <laughs> like, ridiculous. So, then, do you want to narrate the rest of this one? Um, okay, so now, so now, well, we don't really have to narrate. So now we're in Jogo versus Sakuna. So what was, what was like the highlights of that fight? One of the highlights I found, well, first of all, the end of the fight was also was the highlight where, because I did not know that curses can exercise other curses. You know why? We've never seen curses turn against curses, but I don't think that I didn't. There was there was Sakuna versus that special grade that one time though. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah. I don't know if curses could exercise curses because they're all using cursed energy. I don't know. I guess I just didn't expect him to actually kill him. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. I didn't expect Jogo to die. Maybe that's what it was because he's he's been the main op from the beginning of the show. Also, also, like, wasn't that man just fighting him for entertainment? He didn't have to kill him. He didn't have to kill him. Yeah. He didn't say his life would be on the line. I mean, maybe he should assume that though. Yeah, but no. The so the Jogo versus the Sukuna fight was really huge, really dramatic, very hot. Jogo was pulling out. Jogo was pulling out a lot of moves that he did not pull out against Gojo. He should have. Like he should have melted that entire area. He was. He went into that big open space and then didn't really even use it. 
I wonder, I wonder if maybe he's just gotten stronger since then. Because hasn't it? How long has it been since Jogo versus Gojo in the in the show? Um, it's hard to put like a claim on that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they gave us a timestamp. I don't know. You're really putting me on the spot here. So like he used like he that meteor thing he pulled down freaking all. What is that thing called in Naruto? The meteor. Mm, that he uses in that and that uh Madara uses. He should have pulled a Madara and did two of them. <laughs> really should have. That's what I was thinking about. I was thinking there was a lot of like little Naruto things I felt in these past two episodes. Not gonna lie to you. Nah, this is no the 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 Sakuna. We'll talk about this later. But the Sakuna versus the subjugation summoning fight reminded me of pain. Versus pain, the, yeah. yeah. But I, so yeah. Joker was pulling out a lot of big moves. He was he was riding lava waves. He was burning down entire buildings. Buildings were just crushing to fall into the ground he was playing out a lot of big moves that i don't understand why he didn't pull out against gojo and and now gojo has infinity so i guess it doesn't matter but i don't know so the i like that the fight was like really big i like that the i guess this was the full extent of joker because a lot of a lot of characters we don't get to we don't get to see them fight to their fullest extent because they're like side characters and stuff like that but i think it was interesting that we saw jogo fight to his fullest extent but against not a main character because none of the main characters except for Gojo are even strong enough to give him a run for his money. This is, I think JJK is the only, the only show where all the main characters is weak. I want to say the only thing weak about Gojo is his uh, mental state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of like that aspect of the fight. Like the main op is going his hardest against Someone who's not even a main character. I mean, I guess Sukuna is a main villain, but not. But he's not. He's not pulling his hardest against a main, a main protagonist. Because like he just totally obliterated the squad. Like in half a second, he said one, two, three, and done. And I think that was that was a part of Jogo's downfall. Is his like ego? That was his, that was a part of his downfall with Gojo, definitely because he really thought he could beat Gojo, but. He also underestimated how much stronger Sukuna was because Ghetto or the imposter told him, "You are a generous estimate is you are as strong as eight finger Sukuna. and that's a generous estimate. So he thought he had a chance against fifteen because I'm assuming like the the growth of Sukuna as he gets fingers is not linear; it's exponential. Yeah. So you just didn't even have a chance because Sukuna was smiling the whole time. He didn't even break a sweat. He didn't break a sweat in that fight versus the subjugation. Yeah, he didn't break a sweat against them. Then, so and and Takuna did recognize him. He said, "Yeah, you were strong. You were one of the more fun. You were one of the more fun fights I had. You were strong." First of all, which I still it, lost. Can Infinity not go on a mending bow, bro? I think that Infinity and mending can't be on the same thing. What is a mending bow? In Minecraft, mending means if you put it on anything. It just means like when I get XP, it it fixes itself. Uh, I understand why they wouldn't put Infinity on that. That's OP. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create a monster. <laughs> you can have one of these because I don't oh want. Oh my god! Some creeper right outside my front door. I can see it outside <laughs> my window. You need to come back to the village. I'm doing something. I already told you about my newest endeavor. You can't do that closer to the village. I'm gonna go build it near the village. I'm just collecting. I'm just collecting resources while I'm over here. Okay, so the I have one. I don't think I want this one. I just really want the flame aspect. But like, shit, this one has power four, mending one, flame one. You can have that. I don't want that garbage. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> the enchantments on this bow is flame one, aka it's gonna set things on fire. Well, somebody gotta use this bow because I ain't using it. I don't use bones. And then this one, the one I have is Unbreaking 3, Power... Ah! Sorry, there's a spider right outside my door. Power 4, Infinity 1. Oh, it says it's raining. I'm like, why are there so many mobs out here? Wait, oh, wait, no, spiders are here in the day. Here goes that. I, uh, I gotta get back to what I was doing because, uh, where did I put that boat? Pirates on a boat. Pirates on a boat. Bro, why is the spider just came out of my strip? Like, don't go down there. I need an arrow. I just need one arrow. I don't feel like looking for one. Yeah, give me one arrow. I just need one. 
virus on a motherfucking bolt. And then I need to get this stuff out of this, the inventory of that. What was your favorite part of Jogo versus Sukuna? Um, when Su- when Sukuna brought out Fuga. Oh, yeah. That part was crazy. That shit gave me the chills. That part was crazy. Because, because that means there's a hidden ability that he has that we don't know. Because cause Jogo was like, oh, I thought his ability was slicing and dicing. And Sukuna was like, oh, I thought this ability was well known. But I guess you wouldn't know Curse. Like what the? So he has some kind of he has some kind of mimicking ability or something. I don't know what he got, but but yeah, no him him pulling out Fuga was crazy. And then um, so he pulls out Fuga, and then we have Jogo's death scene where Jogo cries, his goofy ass. Which he's like, what is this? So curses have feelings. I guess so. Which I guess that some of them didn't know they had feelings because Sakuna was like, he was like, what is this? He was like, I don't know what the fuck that shit is. You asking the wrong nigga. Better ask Gojo. Well, my my thing is, is like, yeah, when he said that, I didn't know if he was like making fun of Gojo because he was like, yeah, I wouldn't know what that is. Because like, so like, so, so curses don't know like what things are they know like what crying is what. Because like Jojo feels anger. Emotion. Like we've seen him feel anger before. Yeah, he's felt embarrassment and anger, but but like I guess they haven't ever like felt sadness. Like they have feelings. But like maybe because we see them as unhuman objects, they're kind of trying to they're trying to push that narrative again mm. that they're like humans too. Oh well, I don't care. Y'all eat people. <laughs> so yeah, so Sukuna's like, yeah, I wouldn't know what that is. And then we cut to freaking Jogo's incinerated body. Yeah, they didn't even show him like getting fucked up. Like that shit was insanity. Yeah, he basically died off screen. <laughs> Well, I guess the stronger are the only ones who get to die on screen. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's you know what? Maybe that's why fucking Meg means been trying to kill himself on screen so often. Oh my goodness, yeah. We'll we'll get into that when we get there. So now we're done with Jogo versus Sakuna. And oh wait, another no no no. Another cool part about Jogo versus Sakuna is when Panda and freaking special A lazy or grade A lazy. Because they're special grade lazy, and now we got introduced to a new character, grade A lazy. He don't want to do nothing. He don't want to die. I'm wondering why he became a sorcerer in the first place. Talk about something he doesn't want to die. But he's a bum. <laughs> but so we, um, so it's so grade A lazy and Panda are facing off with some ghetto followers. And grade A lazy senses the danger. And he's like, He's like, uh, yeah, Panda, no, it's time to go. So then he turns to leave. But then the other two, or the other side, they don't catch, like, the danger that they're in. And they're like, oh, where are you going? The blocks their their path. And Grady Lazy's like, all right, y'all need to know. We, I don't know why, but it's two special grades fighting. And so it's basically like, I forgot exactly what he's like. It's like basically like two giants fighting amongst ants. And we the ants. So we need to get to pushing. So they're all about to leave. And Sukuna is like, Nah, ain't none of y'all leaving until I say. When I say now, y'all can all blitz out of here. But if you try to blitz before I say now, I'm going to kill you. And he waits till the last... We don't even know if these people are alive. He waits till the last second. This is this is Jogo's final move when he's pulling out the modern meter, meteor. So Jogo's throwing this meteor, and at the last minute, he says, y'all can move now. Yeah, he's talking about some... Now. <laughs> like- they, they moved. They they were ready. As soon as he said now, they were out of there. Like, high key, I think some of them moved like a femtosecond before he said now. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, like, their shadows wasn't even there. <laughs> like, they were out of there. I would have been out of there, too. would have had me messed up. They're, I'm, I'm sure not all of them lived. Because, well, first of all, Grady and Lazy killed two of them. So they're definitely dead. Yeah, but I don't think them them ghetto followers, I don't think they made it out. Yeah, I don't think they made it out. I just, I don't believe in you guys. <laughs> Simple as that. I don't believe in you guys. You didn't even notice that Sukuna was in the fucking area. For real, yeah. They were just all, they were trying to have a standoff all nice and dandy. And Granny Lizzie's like, um, y'all, we need to go. We need to go. 
We also we forgot to talk about this. We also know that Nanami is not dead. He's alive. Half his bad, half his body is scorched. Um, so I don't know what he's about to do. But that was another. I just wanted to go back to that. That was another cool part of Jogo's fight, Jogo versus Sukuna fight. So then after Jogo dies, we go into we go to Sukuna. No, no, we go to Megumi versus Blondie, right? That's not a fight either. It's not really a fight, but... <laughs> well, before we go to that, what do you rate Sukuna versus Joga? Man, that fight was beautiful. That fight was beautiful. I think that's a 10. I, I think, like, the next couple of fights are 10s. Yeah. So, I would agree. Yeah, it's a 10 and 10 fight. Which, I think we do... Do we have a criteria on how we rate fights? I don't think so. No, we have a criteria on how we rate series, but we might need to make a criteria for fights later because there's some fights that are like, like the Chizo and Itadori fight. I don't think that's a 10. I think that's probably a strong eight getting into a nine, but I don't feel like that fight is a 10 because I I feel like a 10 fight is either, you know, this is going to be a beautiful blowout or I'm genuinely not knowing what's going to happen what's going on and i feel like what made hold on i need to turn the volume down on because parrots apparently mock uh apparently they mock mobs so now they're just making a bunch of mob sounds for fun <laughs> that's funny all right we're gonna turn that down to 75 so um i feel like the reason why I will give this fight a 10 is because, yes, I knew that Sukuna was going to win. Jogo knew that he wasn't winning. But at the same time, like, I didn't know that he was going to win like that. Right. I didn't know that, like, he was going to straight mollywop this man into the afterlife and then intrude on his conversation in the afterlife. That is heinous. For real, That's like, so he's disrespectful. Trying, trying to have his heart-to-heart -heart with Hanami and Dagon, and then here comes Sukuna talking about some, you want to have the position of humans. So dumb. Like, can I die in peace? <laughs> so, also, um, you can go ahead and rate the next one, but I think it's a 10. I think that the Chizo and Itadori one wasn't a 10, and that it was an 8 going to a 9, because um, at a certain point, Itadori didn't even believe he could win. He was like, yeah, I don't think I'm winning this. And then he asked for help. He had to call for a squad assistance from a dead dude. And then it, he was like, yeah, I can win. And then he was like, oh, nah, I don't think I can win no more. Like, hey, yo, you as a main character, you better clutch up because this show becoming about everybody but you. I think the reason why Isidore didn't win that fight was just because of lack of fight experience. Like, he just... He, like, he just always thought he had the upper hand. Like, when he thought of something, he was like, okay, now I've got it. It's like, no, you always need to be on your toes. And that's the thing that Megumi has on him, is Megumi is always watching his back, his left side, his right side. He's always thinking of the impossible. Yeah, like murdering himself. <laughs> and that's probably that, it's probably that, too. If ever he gets into a situation where it's, it's a done deal, he can just do that. Which, now we can talk about that. So... Mega, sorry, I I don't, man, I can see mobs out the windows. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I have a bunch of cooked potatoes for you when you get here. Okay. So after Megumi fights Toji and Toji kills himself, Megumi is deciding on if he should go to Ireri. Is that how you say her name? I think so. Is it her name Shoko? Yeah. We gonna call her that. <laughs> So number one, smoker number one is that you said? Yeah, <laughs> smoking head ass. So Megami is deciding on if he should go to Shoko to heal his injuries, which he purposely sustained because they were an injury that she could heal. So he should have just went over there. He should have asked um, the owl to just take him on over there, or should he go back to mocking them? No goofy for that. I would have. I would have ran, ran straight to get my injuries healed up. But that's just me personally. Especially because he didn't even have enough power to even do a domain expansion when he was fighting against Toji. So what makes him think that, like, he would have... And also, and I'm guessing the reason why he asked should he go check on them is because if they were okay, they would have ran after him. But no one came to help him. Maybe that's why he was assuming, like, oh, maybe I should go back. 
Well, they're stationed there. The principal and um the principal and her, they're stationed there. No, I'm talking about the squad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck them. You need to worry about yourself. <laughs> so while he's contemplating all of that, Blondie, the Blondie, after getting freaking face blasted by Nanami, pulls up. His face is messed up. He's missing a tooth. Um, he slashes Megami in the back. And then that's when we cut into episode 18. So Megami is crawling away. Wait, wait, no, you forgot something. Oh, what did I forget? He slashes him in the back. And then you cut to a scene where he's like, he's running around. He's talking about, you dumb sorcerer. Get, get up. Don't leave. Oh, we're creeping to the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. And you see this, these two ugly gray feet. They were manicured. They were manicured. But these ugly gray bulky feet. And then they cut. So then we cut into the next episode. And how do we open episode 18? I don't think we open it versus with Megami versus the Blondie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how it opened? Um, well, also, that's not how the episode ended either. That's like the little clip after, I'm pretty sure. Because how it ends is after we see Jogo has been fucking crispified beyond belief, this random bitch pull up and is like, oh, Master Sukuna. He's like, oh, who are you? And they're like, they say this U name, like U-M-A-I. Or like Urahime or something. Some oh. shit like that. But like then they're like excited to see them. Like, I'm making the necessary pre- preparations. He's like, yeah, do that shit. And then they slide. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, that's where that episode ends. Then you see that other thing as like a little after credit, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. So we, now we're in episode seven. We're in episode... Actually, I've been saying the wrong numbers this whole time. Episode 18 is next week's episode, isn't it? I think so. I've been saying the wrong numbers this whole time. So now I we're... I said the wrong numbers. I started that because I said 17 and 18. So we're, we just talked about 15, 16, 15 going in 16. Now we're in episode 17. And I forget how it opens, but most of it was with uh, Megami, Blondie, and Sakuna. So Megami is running away from Blondie. Um, but he can't fight. He's losing blood. He's losing a lot of blood from his injury from Playful Cloud. So he can't really fight. So he collapses and he's basically having a monologue about how he gets his Shikigami. So he, so we get a little bit more insight into his ability. And we learn that the, the two dogs in the beginning are given to him by default. And then the rest of them he has to subjugate. And he has to do this ritual where he has to subjugate them. Um, and if you, you can do the ritual with two people, however, if you, or you can do it with multiple people, however, if you do that, then I think it becomes null. Like, you can't ever summon them again or something like that. I think I forgot the exact words. I know if you, if you summon, if you do the subjugation with multiple people, it's not the same thing as if you do it by yourself. Like, you just subjugate them and then it, it belongs to you. So, it nullifies it in some way when you do it with multiple people. Um, however, you can summon them as many times as you want to try to subjugate them. But he summons the strongest Shikigami that no one has ever been able to subjugate, which we go into before this, before he summons it, we go into a flashback with him and Gojo talking. And Gojo was like, oh, do you know why the Zanin clan and the Gojo clan have such beef? And he's like, oh, it's because like leaders some while ago were fighting and then they both died. And one had the six eyes like me, and one had the same ability as you. So Megami hypothesizes that they probably both died because that leader of the Zenin clan did something like this. He summoned the strongest Shikigami, and then they ended up both dying. Because the because if you enter someone else in the um, subjugation, then in order for them to get out, it's either to beat the Shikigami or for both of them to die. Which so, summons that shit and then goes, um, well, you're out of luck because I'll be dying first. <laughs> and then gets freaking backhanded for the second time. Ridiculous. So I think Megami is dead or near death. And then the Shikigami is going to go smash Blondie, but Sukuna saves him. And Sukuna saves him on instinct. He was like, I don't even know what made him think that he needed to save him. But Sukuna saves him on instinct, and then he's like, okay, that was the correct answer because Megami summoned the Shikigami, 
And if this guy would have died, it would have sealed Megumi's death. So now it's Sukuna versus the Shikigami. And that is an even bigger fight than Jogo. Mind you, we just had this huge fight with Jogo just like last episode. And then they go into this other huge fight looking like Kid La Kill and Naruto merged together. <laughs> it was the color scheme that made it look like a Kid La Kill fight. Yeah, I told you that it looked like one. It did, yeah. When you, uh, I, I realized that. I was like, when I first thought of it, it kind of looked like Dragon Ball Z. No, it didn't. I can no? tell how much of that you've watched. Maybe I, just, I mean, I haven't watched it. I watched a lot of it. I just haven't watched it since I was a kid. Yeah, see, that's that That's that kid brain. That kid brain be having you remember shit wrong. Because <laughs> when I was a kid and I was originally watching Naruto on the TV, I didn't even know he was the main character. The show is named after him. Again, I was just watching it. <laughs> like, and I was watching, like, when the Akatsuki were trying to get, like, the tail beast. So, like, he wasn't even on screen for real. Why did you start there? Anyways. It was just on the TV. That's not where I started it. Okay, okay. Okay, so now we're in Sukuna versus the Shikigami. And as an outsider, since Sukuna is not within the ritual, if he kills the Shikigami, then the the subjugate, the seance will end. And, um... Megami, neither Megami nor the other person has to die. However, I think this means Megami can never do this again. He can never summon that Shikigami again. Is that what that means? Do you remember? Man, I need more explanation my damn self because I'm still trying to figure out why this man wants to kill himself so bad. Like, do we need to put this man on suicide watch? Oh, yeah. So also, Bells and I was talking about how many times he has tried to do this, knowing now that we know, because we always knew he had a trump card, and I guess we all... I didn't know the trump card would have killed him. No, I, I thought we assumed the trump card would kill him. I no, assumed that I, he had some trump card that would kill him. I thought it was just going to do what Mekumaro had going on with the draining of the life force. Because Sukuna made the thing was like, oh yeah, your trump card, it like uses up your life. I'm thinking it's just going to use up years at a time. I didn't know it was going to kill him. No, it literally kills him. And that's what I thought, too. I thought it was kind of like, you know, like in Naruto, they have like the the life switch jutsu. And it's like, it's something you can only use once because it'll use up all your chakra and then you'll die. I thought it was like that. Like, it'll just be so strenuous on his body that he'll die. No, he just summons a Shikigami to be killed. Like, <laughs> oh, you thought it was on some Reaper Seal shit. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was like that. Like, I was, low-key did too, but like, I didn't think the thing was actually going to kill him. No, like, yeah. So, oh my goodness. But yeah, the whole the whole thing around it, the, the, the world building of this show is really good. Because like, all the techniques have their intricacies. Like, there was a lot of thought put into this, like, and put into the summoning and the subjugation of Shikigami and why this is such an, an effective trump card. Because... That Shikigami, no one has ever beat him. So this, th I mean, so it's not a foolproof trump card, I guess, because, you know, someone as strong as Sukuna can beat it. But for all normal sorcerers, this will 100% like kill your your opponent. It even killed the Gojo-like character that they were talking about. It even, I mean, assuming that this is what he did, that they both died. That was Megami's assumption, but. Shit. I mean, because this is a thing. Just because that man had six eyes didn't mean he perfected anything. Like, didn't mean he perfected fucking infinity. Also, that was probably a long time ago. So the ability has adapted by a lot. Because remember, Gojo was like, oh, yeah, the good thing about um, being from a clan that has, like, a special ability is there's a manual. Like, like, dude, did you really just say that? <laughs> yeah, because there's a bunch of people who, who like, did who had six eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So... In the Sukuna versus the Shikigami fight, it's a really big fight. It's giving kill a kill. It's giving pain versus nine tails. And Sukuna is basically, Sukuna, I mean, his technique really is just slicing and dicing. And he's just extremely fast. Like, he doesn't really use any tact. He's not like, he doesn't really use any, yeah, he doesn't use any tact or anything like that or sneaky moves. He just is really fast and has a lot of firepower and just slices and dices. And we find out that the reason why the Shikigami can't be beaten is because he basically has an adaptive ability. So 
Hold whatever. On. Huh? What'd you say? Stop trying to kill my sheep. I'm not making more of them. I'm just shearing wool. All I did was hit one. Get off of my phone. <laughs> Continue what you were saying. So we find out that the Shikigami has an adaptive ability to where he can just like, first of all, he has a regenerative ability and an adaptive ability. So whatever you do, he just adapts to it. So that's why he can like, first of all, he, the Shikigami is already really fast, but he adapts to Sukuna's speed and he just regenerates himself off of whatever ability that Sukuna does. So then the solution that Sukuna comes up with is that he just has to destroy him faster than he can adapt to whatever ability Sukuna is throwing at him and faster than he can regenerate. And he does this huge freaking almighty push in the middle of Shibuya that immediately obliterates the Shikigami. And usually, and so the, what the narrator explains is that he basically makes a domain that doesn't take up a space. Like regular domains, you can physically see the domain. They are just a circle that takes up a space in the real world, but inside the domain, it looks infinite. However, his domain doesn't do that. Somehow, he doesn't take up a small amount of space within real real life. And how she explains it is that that's like, a, that's like an artist trying to paint on an invisible canvas in the sky. Like, how do you do that? What are you, what are you painting on? And so usually it has, I think, I think they said like a radius of like 200 some odd meters, but he had to think about Megami because he doesn't want to kill him. So he only does it for 150 meters and um, that kills a lot of people and it kills the Shikigami. Oh yeah. Oh. He also pulls out Fuga on him while he's trying to regen. And it's like, yeah, get a taste of this. <laughs> I can't believe he really used it. I wonder if he fights, if he fights uh, Gojo, will he get six eyes? <laughs> what the heck? Oh, so I have, uh, I have something to say. So, you know, the whole animator, I don't really want to talk about on here, but the animators from like their bag treatment and stuff were saying like, they wish they had more time on this and um, they're allegedly going on strike. And um, they said that that fight was only 30% done. There's no way. Wait, what? Bro, because the person was like, I, I'm, I like, I feel sad watching it because like, this is like nothing compared to what it would have been like 30%. It looked amazing. It looked fantastic. 30%. And that's going to give it a 10 from me because 30%. That's insane. That's an 11 out of 10 fight. Yeah. 30%. Well, then, does that mean we need to go read the manga of the fight? Like, was there more of the fight in the manga? Is that why he's saying that? No, they probably, I guess they, I don't know. Maybe they have more to put they back into. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they met quality-wise. The fight was amazing quality. I don't know how it could have gotten better. I'm confused. Maybe the, Maybe they wanted to do, maybe they wanted to just put in more frames because, you know, the big thing about Naruto, which you can definitely see in the Naruto versus, um, or no, in the Pain versus Naito's fault fight, is that they be lazy in between frames sometimes. And if you pause at certain times, the, they be looking a little crazy. Yeah, maybe that's what they're talking about. Who knows? But, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm just, now we are anime connoisseurs, but we're not animation connoisseurs. connoisseurs I'm, yeah. I'm not stopping frame by frame to see if everything's perfect. If you don't got any blaring freaking mistakes, I won't notice it. <laughs> yeah, nah. They're like, me personally, as somebody who I like, I am a freak for animation styles. But like, I promise you, I'm not slowing shit down. <laughs> That's just not me. Because I can't even draw, so I don't need to be critiquing nobody. <laughs> but so after Sukuna beats the Shikigami... He does the cruelest thing that one of the cruelest things he's done in the episode, which we need to do. We need to do like a Sakuna analysis one day because the stuff he does for no reason is just crazy. But so Sakuna does one of the cruelest things he does in this episode and um, like basically lets Itadori take back over his body or maybe Itadori takes it over because he does say somewhere within the episode like, oh, it looks like my time's almost up because Itadori is waking up. And he's standing in front of the freaking huge crater that he's created in the middle of Shibuya. And he's like, all right, Itadori, take this in. 
And Isidori comes back and he sees it. And then he just like breaks down and just starts crying. And then, and all the memories of what Sukuna did rushes back to him, which is insane. Like, so he, when he's unconscious, he remembers what everything that Sukuna does. So then he, he's crying for a little bit. He's, he's having a breakdown, but then he's like, and he's like, oh, like he needs to die. Da, 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 da. But then he's like, he's like, the only person who needs to die is me. Yeah. He like starts tripping. Which uh, I understand. Like I get, I get why he feels that way. But like he needs to under- come to terms. You did not do all of that stuff. Even if you were somebody different, this still would have happened. This may have happened even sooner. I mean, maybe he feels like it was his fault because it only it only happened because he lost the fight with Chuso and became unconscious. I feel that way. So Hera suffocated in a wall. Okay, so now. I'm finna beat the shit out of Jocelyn. How the frick does that happen? Because she's over there. She's putting Sam places. She ain't got no business. Itadori, after Itadori has, has his breakdown, he like calms down and he's like, okay, well, I need to do something to make up for all this carnage that I've caused or there will have been no reason for me like doing this because he's he's taking in the Sakuna Fingers to get rid of the threat of Sukuna forever. Like, that's the whole point. So if he keeps on, like, losing consciousness and then Sukuna keeps wrecking havoc, that, like, defeats the whole purpose. Because then, because the other alternative was just for them to keep the Sukuna fingers hidden for all of eternity. I mean, but obviously that wasn't working because Jogo and them had ten fingers. Hell yeah. Y'all would have had to bump the main ops no matter what. Right. And then that's the end of the episode. Oh, wait. And then Sukuna brings... Megami to Shoko and them. So Megami's not after, gonna after healing him some. Yeah. So Megami's not gonna die. And then we end with yeah, with Itsdori making his declaration to Oh my gosh. This creeper just blew up the front of my new house. <sighs> uh, that's what I get for shooting her in the back. I'm interested to see how this plays out, to be honest. The things that we have left to look forward to is we still need to feed need to see we still need to see the May May versus imposter fight. Also, uh, yeah, another thing is, Nanami, he getting clapped up because there's no way he's going to survive in that condition. Oh, but yeah, no. Yeah. All so these things we, running around. We hypothesized that um, that Nanami's going to die, which I knew from the, from the Jogo attack that he wasn't going to die from that. I knew he wasn't going to die from that. But he did come back, like, half-scorched. Like, his lip is gone. Like he looks like half a skeleton. They're like he's not gonna survive. If they're gonna put him in this condition, I assume that he's gonna do like some self-sacrificing move that's gonna be like a pivotal point in the Shibuya arc, and he's gonna die. Oh, he's gonna do a Megami. <laughs> no, because Megami decided to do his trump card against someone weak. Nanami was able Nanami was able to beat him. And the only reason why he didn't die is because of his little miracle thing. And the thing is, he doesn't even know he has little miracles. Like, the, it's funny because this guy just goes around slashing things. And he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm such, I'm such a strong sorcerer, da, da, da. Or, no, actually, no, I think he realizes he's not strong. That's why he was going against all, that's why he was going for all the, the non-sorcerers. And then he runs away at the first sign of danger. Like, so he just runs around freaking slashing things. And then just doesn't even know that his ability has to do with, like, Basically, luck is on his side. The only reason why he didn't die from Nanami was because of that ability, because he was not able to keep up with him. So Megami did not need to do that trump card on that weak character. Like, Nanami was able to beat him no problem. Just punch him a few times. This was pure power. No tact. He was was beating the brakes off that man. Bro, he he punched him, like, what, a good three times or something? Like... That he's very weak. That was a. I don't even know why the creators. I hope he gets scolded for using that, because I don't know why the creators scold him. The principal, maybe. Does the principal even know that's in his repertoire? I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know why the creators wrote him using the trump card on someone so weak. Like, I mean, I feel like it would have been more interesting if he had to face off with Sakuna and then brought Sakuna into the thing. Because, I mean, I guess Sakuna ended up having to fight the Shikigami anyways. But, I mean, I guess it was just making me want to go out with the bang. He's like, I don't have enough power to get to the doctor. I can't fight this dude. So, at least I can secure his death. 
Yeah. Which I guess in a way he did. Even though he ended up not dying for the Shikigami, for whatever reason, Sukuna decided to slice him. Like, Sukuna, Sukuna had no reason to kill him. And then he told him to leave and then ended up killing him. I wonder if he killed him because, he's, because he spoke to him. <laughs> Maybe. Without his head bowed. I don't think he knew that he was, like, in front of Sukuna because he was trying to talk to him all lightly. <laughs> Man. I'm sorry. I'm not talking to nobody who got tats like that. Like, why do you have tribal tattoos, dude? <laughs> tribal tattoos. We don't do that no more. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really don't understand why they wrote Megami to do the trump card at that point. Um, but I mean, a lot of garbage is going on in, Sh- in Shibuya, which is what Megami said. He was like, what the like, freak is going, what on? Is going on in Shibuya? Like, right. that is the same. I, I mean, that's a real reaction. Like, I do not blame him for having that reaction right there. I might have tried to off myself too if that much was going in Shibuya. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably be like Ray Day Lazy. Like, look, I'll I'll fight off the transfigured humans. You know, I'll fight off some straggly, daggly uh, curses, but you're not going to find me nowhere near B5. I'll tell you that. Bro, I would have disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck a B5. What is that? He was too close for to B5 for my liking, honestly. He's like, I'm so. If Panda had a sense of direction, he'd know we're really close to B5. Why are you even that close? Back up. <laughs> right. Be like, I'm pretty sure B5 is this way, Panda. Bro, I wouldn't be nowhere near B5. I would be at E6. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not saving shit. Okay. Especially if I know, like, I'm confirmed. I know that I'm not the main character. Yeah, you won't find me nowhere near there. Even if I was the main character, I don't think I'd be anywhere near there either. Y'all on y'all own. Y'all sent y'all sent the strongest down there. Where the fuck is he at? In a box. Exactly. I'm not trying to get like that. Especially because if they got one of us in a box, they they there's not two spaces in there. <laughs> y'all just go kill me. Uh-uh. I'm not getting clapped for the cause. I'm not Megan me, bruh. Uh, Megan me was excited to die. His booty behind me. Bro, he he attempted to die. With a smile on his face, giggling and junk. He was probably Yeah, he why does he have no regard for his life? He said, Sorry, dude, I'm dying first. Good luck. Yeah, with a smile on his face. Like he felt like he was lucky to go out. He I wonder if Megami is just suicidal. He's like, finally. God dang, this is the perfect opportunity to off myself. <laughs> finally get out of here. Can finally get out of this vicious circle. Maybe he went on he went on TikTok and found out that he was not the main character and that really pissed him off. Megami, nah, no, there's Megami, no way. Megami is a solid co-main character. Like Sakuna got a crush on him. I feel like that's good enough for me. Yeah, that's good enough for me too, because I know I'm at least not gonna get clapped up right now, but like And, and I don't even know if, if Itadori the main character at this point. I don't know who the main character of the show is. As I'm telling you, I said the other day, this is the Sakuna show. <laughs> this is the Sakuna show. Sakuna Chronicles. Cause there is no way. But yeah, um, yeah. So what we have to look forward to is Meme versus the Imposter. We need to see if old dude alcoholic is scorched. Is Maki scorched? Out where was Nobara doing? Nobara just got left behind by Nanami. So I wonder what she's doing. And then they said oh like God, no. Nanami left her behind because she wasn't strong enough. But then. Itadori and uh, Megumi were up there, and that's what, well, you know what, that's why they almost died, so. <laughs> he did say he was the lowest rank that should have been there, and everyone lower than him, including him, almost died. <sighs> but what I did notice about um, this arc is no one on our side is confirmed dead yet. That's we have true. a lot of maybe deads, but actually none of the filters are confirmed dead yet. That's so, point. So, yeah. so, so right now, Nobody on our side has died. So we're technically in numbers, technically up. Yeah, because the old the two people from the seance are dead. Old dude is dead. Dagon is dead. Jogo is dead. Only ones we can account for is Imposter and Maito. Yeah. And uh oh yeah, Blondie's dead. Yeah. So only them two are alive. However, we know Isidori's alive. Megami is alive, but he may be KO'd. Who's who's alive and can fight? Or I guess the only confirmed who's alive and can fight, I think, is Itadori and Nobara. Itadori, Nobara, uh, old girl will heal uh, Megami, so he'll be up and ready to fight. 
Uh, yeah, Gojo KO'd. Special, special A grade. Lazy can fight. Panda can fight. Well, we don't know if they're alive. It, we we ain't seen their body on the ground. Not That's what I'm saying. That's why I said he was ready to get the business, dead. even though he crispy. No one's confirmed dead, but also no one's confirmed alive. <laughs> Maki is missing in action. Um, I'm pretty sure that old nigga dead. He was scorched. She's probably dead. <gasps> I just ran into a cave. Oh my gosh! Oh! Okay. Mad mom's in here. Bro, it's time for you to come home. I was stripping and I just came upon this huge cage. It's time for you to come home. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> but. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I guess on that note, we'll wrap this one up. Everyone isn't confirmed dead, but also everyone isn't confirmed alive. So we'll see what happens with Mei Mei versus the imposter and what happens with the rest of the episode. So on that note, bye. I know she's sick of me. You have to say bye. Maybe I wasn't ready. Did you want to talk about something else? Uh, No, there's not really anything to talk about. But I hope you guys have a good evening. And um, happy Thanksgiving early because... Bro, you can't be doing all this. You're messing up our outro. Bro, I can't wish them a good time? No. I won't buy it. You'll be lucky if this gets posted before Thanksgiving. You said you were going to edit it today. We'll see about that. (laughs) <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Have a good night, you guys. Bye. Bye. Looking up being being nice. <laughs>